Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Energy Awareness Radio. So, listeners, has your intuition been giving you messages, but you don't know what they mean? Do you find it hard to trust your intuition because you think, well, you know, maybe I'm just making this up? Do you wonder if your intuition is even working at all? And would you like to have intuitive guidance at your fingertips? Well, stay tuned because we'll be discussing all of this with our expert on intuition in just a few minutes. This is your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I'm also a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology and energy psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just download the title you prefer free of charge and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. That's audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. My guest, Lisa Kay, is a teacher, author, and speaker specializing in intuition. She is the creator of Developing Your Intuition, where she teaches others how to control their intuition so they can use it when they want and in any situations where they want. Lisa is considered an intuition expert and has taught people in workshops and seminars both online and in person. Her public appearances reach people around the world through guest speaking, online media, and her popular radio show, Between Heaven and Earth. She holds degrees in electrical engineering from Columbia University, psychobiology from the State University of New York, and a PhD from the University of Metaphysical Sciences. Her work has been published in a variety of magazines, including the Huffington Post, Inspire Me Today, Care2.com, and Ohm Times Magazine. And she's here with us now to discuss her new book, Intuition on Demand. So welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? Oh, I am doing wonderfully today. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Yes, I'm excited about your book. I, I, I found it to be very clear, concise, simple and most importantly easy because things can be simple but it doesn't make them easy <laughs> to do and I think yes, everyone absolutely. will benefit from yeah you know I mean you really put it in a way that people can understand and they can actually practice and do what what is being um, given in the book and I think everyone would benefit from reading it because of that the ease of understanding as well as simplicity the simplicity of the tools to practice and, you know, we've had people on here before to talk about intuition and how things work and how to do it. And it, it just, this really comes across, it is truly a step-by-step guide that is easy to follow. So what was the catalyst for you writing this book? Well, it actually was it, the culmination of a lot of things starting from um, way back when I wanted to figure out how to make my own intuition work, which, you know, I've, I've wanted to do since I was young. I wasn't one of those people that was quote born, you know, with this highly intuitive skill. It was, uh, I was, I think pretty normal, so to speak. And, um, and I even tested my intuition, you know, trying to guess what card was going to come up in the, you know, the Zener card pack and I got them all wrong. And so I kind of 
figured I wasn't very <laughs> intuitive at all. And, and uh, you know, so, so basically, um, but I thought it was fascinating because it's like, wow, people could know how to use their intuition and they get this fantastic information. They know what other people are, are um, th- going to do or if they're, you know, they know not to get on that plane and then it has, a, you know, crashes. And how do they do that? And they say that everybody can learn how to develop their intuition. Everybody has it. And so I thought, well, um, I'm going to do that. And being the scientist engineer that I am, and the reason for that is because I'm infinitely curious and I always want to know how everything works. Uh, I thought, well, I can use that kind of mind and learn how to do this as well. So I did. I basically went out and I did a lot of research, actually. I I started uh, with a little bit of science and psychobiology, which, as you mentioned, I have a background in, and that only went so far. And then I realized, oh, well, I'm going to have to go into uh, more of the um, fringes of science and the esoteric world of metaphysics because that's where a lot of this stuff uh, is talked about and taught. And so I, and I figured, well, you know what? I'm going to be open and I'm going to learn it all. And I did. And uh, <laughs> so I did some research and I took some classes, did, did, read a lot of books, and I really um, delved into it. And that's why I even, you know, studied metaphysics and focused my PhD on intuition because I want to know what is it all about? And the only way that I, you, I, you could actually develop it um, is to go out and do it. And so I actually went out and I did it. I, and I didn't, I'm surprisingly enough to me, I went out and I started doing uh, intuitive coaching for other people. And to my surprise, I became a sold out intuitive reader and I was sh- shocked <laughs> and uh, it started to really work for me. And um, so, you know, long story short, I, uh, I, it got to the point where I was so um, good at it, other than being a sold out reader, uh, one day it, it saved my life and I was stunned by it. And, um, and, and I, can, I can tell you a little bit about that story if you're interested in hearing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, was, I read the uh, book, so I know it, but yes, give it to the listeners, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I was, it was the summer, and I got the flu, what I thought was the flu, which is odd because it's the summertime. People don't get the flu in the summer. Um, but I had flu symptoms, and uh, but along with that, I had um, these bouts of my heart doing weird things. It was very odd. It would start to race. I'd be lying down in bed. It would race, and then I'd be a little short of breath, and uh, then it would go away. But it would kept coming back, and it kept doing that over and over again. So one night, in the middle of the night, I, I woke up shaking, and my heart was pounding, and I, I, I couldn't breathe. And it scared me. So I, uh, my husband called the ambulance, and they took me to the ER, and they did some tests. And they said, um, oh, you have some bacteria in your blood, but you're not shaking anymore. But you got to go to your doctor, and they'll give you antibiotics. And so go home. So I did. <laughs> and I got pills, like they always give you. Right. And I still felt sick. And my heart kept doing this thing. And um, it wasn't going away. And then one day it happened again. It was the middle of the day and it, it started to race and I was lying down and um, short of breath and and uh, and my hands turned white and I was like, oh, this is not right. And I 
called the ambulance, took me to the hospital again, um, went to the doctor, and they said, oh, you know, we tested your blood. You still have bacteria, but you're not shaking. Uh, I mean, you know, everything's fine now. You look okay. Go home. And I'm like, wait, but but what is this heart thing? I mean, what, what, I don't understand. Why, why is it that my heart's racing and I'm short of breath? And the doctor goes, he looks at me right in the eye and he goes, oh, that was fear. You were scared and oh, hyperventilating. <laughs> and I was like, no, I, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. Um, so, you know, anyway, so he sent me home again. And now I'm scared because this, you know, when your body tells you it's not right, this, this yes. is not right. And it's Friday afternoon and I turned to my intuition and I was like, what do I do? And used my technique and I got that I need to see a specialist, a doctor. And so I started calling. Of course, nobody's answering the phone, can't see a doctor for the first time, and called Saturday morning, and nobody's returning my calls. And, and the, the bouts are coming again. Now they're more frequent, and I'm, I'm getting really worried. And I'm thinking, gosh, I, you know, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Um, Sunday morning, I turn to my intuition again, and I'm like, you know, I, 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 this is going on too long. And I was guided to grab this book off my shelf, and it was How to Find the Best Pediatrician. Odd, but that's what my intuition told me to do, so I read it, and Mm -hmm. as I'm reading through it, the word pediatrician keeps coming up. And then I realized, oh, my pediatrician's my friend. Maybe he could help me. So I called him up, and uh, he didn't answer. I left him a message. And um, he calls me back and he says, I know exactly what you need to do. You need to see an infectious disease specialist. I know one who will see you tomorrow, but you need to go right away. So I went and that doctor, that specialist uh, did some tests and he called me back and he said, we know exactly what's wrong with you. Uh, You have a heart infection and you need to go to the hospital. So he put me in the hospital and um, gave me interview. I hope you went to a different one. <laughs> I hope you went to a Very different, different doctor. This was yeah. a, this was a you know this was a different doctor, and <laughs> um, and you know and, and he they, he cured me. He he saved my life. Now what what this is is it, it was it's endocarditis, which is a heart infection, and mm. um, what I what was happening was I was going into sepsis, and sepsis is where is it's a really bad bad thing, and uh, it can take over your body very quickly, and without treatment, um, you can you can die. You die. So that's what was happening to me, and you know if it weren't for my intuition guiding me to get help right away, and if I had ignored that and just paid attention to these other doctors that said, you know, don't worry about it. Um, I might not be here. So that really struck me because I was like, wow, that yeah. not only, you know, <laughs> this really works. <laughs> My intuition works. It worked when I needed it. And so because of that, I decided, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm going to, I want other people to do this too. I want other people to be able to save their lives if they need to get get intuitive guidance, this wonderful resource of golden information for themselves when they want to anytime without having to go through someone else. So I decided to teach it. And that's how and it all that's how it all kind of that's how it all started. 
And it, you know, there are mm-hmm. so many instances. I mean, I myself had gone to my gynecologist and she said, oh, you're fine. I'm like, mm, no, I'm not thinking I am. And I went to another one and she said, oh, okay, we'll do a DNC. And she came back and told me that, you know, the DNC had cancerous cells, but we're not going to worry about it right now. And I'm like, well, maybe we're not, but what? I am, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I went to a specialist on my own, and sure enough, ovarian cancer. And I'm like, okay, see, that wasn't in the script when I woke up this morning. Oh. So I'm not happy about that, you know? Wow. So, but everything ended wow. up being fine. But had I not said, had I just believed that first person, I probably would have been dead within six months. And, you know, you have to go with your gut. You have to be your own advocate. And I think that's important for people right. to know. If you really can hone exactly. into your own body and be your own advocate, you know? So so that people have a, a baseline, if I can use that term, why don't you tell our listeners what you feel is a good definition of the, the actual word intuition? Okay. So intuition is defined as knowing without knowing how you know it. And Mm -hmm. that means that you're getting information. uh, We don't know where it comes from, uh, and we're not quite sure how we get it, but that's okay. The information is valid, and it it becomes uh, apparent to our consciousness, and and we're aware of it. So that's that's the simple definition, knowing without knowing how you know it. It's not something you deduced or you logic or you guessed. Uh, It's there within you, and it appears. And, And there are a lot of theories around where it comes from and also um, why it's there. And I believe, you know, from the work I've done, that it, it is part of our biology. It's part of, it's part of us and our functioning and our, our, or the way our mind works. Yes, and I think, that, I think it's good to put it in simplistic terms so people get, they have that realization that, oh, okay, this isn't something that, you know, it can it can be what I'm thinking instead of I'm thinking I'm making it up, you know, because when people first start to work with their intuition and they have doubts and they think to themselves, am I making this up? What is happening? You know, there's that lack of trust in what they're hearing or feeling or sensing or however they perceive. And that creates resistance, which stops many people from furthering their ability to tap into their intuition. And to me, it is an innate sense. We all have it. It's inherent. And it's a shame to waste that sense. It's not like, you know, you're using your, it would be like, wasting hearing or seeing or feeling or tasting or smelling and and this one because it's not automatic from day one for most it's it's neither considered normal nor easy but it truly is if you allow it you know if you allow yourself to go down Mm -hmm. that road and and feel into it it is easy and it becomes very natural i mean you know that it does and i and Absolutely. And, and what I found, the reason why it's difficult for people is there are a lot of reasons. And, and, uh, and I love what you said about how it's, you know, part of us and how it's part of, you know, our, our, our different senses. It's just, you know, it's just another part of us because it really is. Um, but the, the reason why people have difficulty is two things. Number one is that there's a misconception over how it's supposed to work within us. So we're, people are constantly looking for uh, the, Long story epiphany that they believe intuition is is they're going to, it's going to tell me, um, you know, all about uh, say somebody else or is going to tell me exactly you know the name of the doctor, what his phone number is, and where he lives, and you know, or where his office is, and it, that's not how it comes. So that's one problem. And then the other thing is that people need to develop the skill. And, you know, we develop our other skills. We develop the skills uh, in school to read and to write. And if you think about it, if if we never learned how to read, but we were in the midst of someone who could read, 
and that they were they opened a book and got all this information out of the these pieces of paper with funny little things on it, you would go, my gosh, that's like magic. Well, they mm-hmm. learned how to do it. And you could learn how to develop your intuition. And just like I did, uh, learning how to develop mine to help myself and figuring out, because I'm, you know, I'm a, in a way, I'm the kind of student that needs to take it step by step and be concrete. And when it, I do that, when I figure that out, it works well. And I found it works for other people as well, too. So you know, you can do it. You just need to know the concrete steps. And and that's what I was trying to help people with because I developed those concrete steps for myself. So once you have those and then you practice, of course, you got to practice, then it becomes, as you said, easier and easier and second nature. And you can you can make a game of the practice too, in order to you know practice it on things like, you know, where is the uh, where like you said in your book, when is that car going to turn? What exit will they get off of? You know, uh, mm-hmm. or the next car that comes up will be what color? I mean, I remember sitting at a light, a red light, and I sat there, and my light turned green. And I thought, don't go yet. There's a car that's going to come through, and it's going to hit that other car. I just know it. And sure enough, it did. And I was like, oh wow, that wow. That that is really a bummer. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, wow, <laughs> not see, you them, heard, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I wow. I heard a long time ago. I was a kid when I was hearing stuff, so I knew that there were there was a, and you still have to practice it. You still have to get into it, and it's not necessarily psychic ability yeah. because you're not, you know, reading somebody, but you just get these feelings about right. what you need to do. It's your guidance system. We all have the GPS, right. and it's like going to the gym. If you want to have a six pack, you have to flex the muscles. So do the crunches exactly. back in your head. <laughs> and you can get stronger. You can get better at it, right? So instead of, you know, maybe just playing tennis on the weekend, you know, you can work at it and get better and be a you know, be a Federer. Well maybe not be a Federer, but <laughs> you know, you could but you could you can get better. And and I think even people like yourself who are highly intuitive and were from a younger age, um, can just imagine you could do with your skill it can it can grow it can become more powerful and you can and when you can work with it so it's under your command and when mm-hmm. you can use it when you want uh, as opposed to it just hitting you randomly then now you've got real control real power and that's you know that's what um that's what we're trying to do and that's what you know i think what we've got in the book to help people do just that and it does in a very straightforward way. I mean, when you said you like to have things concrete, I'm like, yeah, I'm a Capricorn. I like to have that too. You know, so I, I had, you know, when I was reading through it, I was laughing because I thought, oh yeah, this is just too easy to follow. And and people who think, well, I've read books and I don't get it. Well, you haven't read the right one yet. You have to read this one. It's Intuition on Demand by Lisa Kay. <laughs> you know, this is the one you have to get and read because this Thank is the you. one that will help you the most. Um, what I found fascinating was you actually did your PhD on intuition. You know, not many people can say that, but I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> of that little fact. And don't you find that the oddest things, for instance, you going to get that book about pediatricians, it's always the oddest things that lead you to the de- destination that you need. That's what gives you the answer. You get it in the craziest ways. Yeah. And, and to and me, that's, that's part of like the training. Fun. That's yeah. fun, though, isn't it? That's kind of like cool. Yeah. It's just like a treasure hunt. But that's part of, and yeah. that's also part of the technique is is learning to um, go with it. And I think when I work with students, one of the most difficult things is quote trusting your intuition and and the practice 
And that's why practice is important. And the practice is what gets you over the, oh, going along with what comes rather than second guessing or criticizing or saying, well, that can't be it. Now, you practice getting yourself out of those habits and then it's easier for, for you to go along. And the reason why it's easier for you to go along is as you're practicing and you're getting better and better at it and more and more hits, um, then you're, you get confidence. And that's what you want. You want to have confidence in your ability to hear your own intuition. Sure, because you don't think about, I mean, we can savor food, but you don't think about when you're eating food and, and having a discussion with friends, you're not sitting there savoring your food. Let's face it, you're not. You're just sitting there eating the food and, mm, it's good. Well, if mm-hmm. you don't think about how you're tasting it and it tastes good. So you don't think about the intuition. I remember, and I've told this story on air a couple of times. I was in my house and I had to go grocery shopping. So I got in the car and I drove about a mile away and I got go home. And I was like, all right, I'll play the game. So I came home <laughs> and nothing was happening at home. And I was, you know, I mean, I was bored. I was like, I got to get the groceries done. I really need to do this. When can I leave? And I knew I couldn't leave yet. And then in like 15 minutes, all of a sudden I felt like you can go now. So I did. I went to the grocery store. I got a close parking space. I went through the store and a breeze came out. Who knows what I was being, what I was avoiding. Who knows? We don't know. Sometimes we will not find out mm-hmm. the end result. You know, we right. just know this is what happened. And I've had people say, well, if right. so-and-so is so good at what they do, why can't they intuit the lottery number? Well, you know, maybe you're not supposed to intuit the lottery number, but when you get the hit, stop and buy a ticket, that's a good sign. <laughs> you might want to do that. You, know? <laughs> exactly. you might not get exactly. the numbers, but you might want to buy the ticket because people have done that before. <laughs> but I think right, that um, exactly. If, yeah, if you do practice it on little things, like listen, even when you're driving to work, you know, play the game. What color is the next car going to be? When is this car in front of me going to take a right? I think they're going to take it at. And really tune into that car in front of you, and you'll be right. And from the get-go, usually, too, people have told me, you know, I started doing that, and I, I got it right. And that's, like you said, what builds the confidence so that now you can help yourself and your family. Yes, and, and, that, and one of the things that um, we talk about in the book is also how to – know when your intuition, the characteristics of intuition. So at least you know how it comes to you. And it's more than, you know, just your senses. Um, it's more than just the quote Claire's, but it's also the um, when it's coming to you, say, through uh, a word. Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions over, and images, um, but how it will talk to you inside your head. And it is inside your head. It's not always outside. And people are thinking, well, it, you know, it should be dictating this long story, and it's not. It might be a word. It might be two words. Or another mm-hmm. thing, another big misconception is that uh, getting, image, getting images um, or movies as what we call, um, some people say clairvoyance, uh, what people think that is. And it's not detailed. And one of the things I see with my students over and over again is that they, they say, well, I don't get, I'm not getting this picture. And it's like, well, you know, it might be just a silhouette. It might be a little... Mm-hmm piece of a picture it might be a color and that's it and that is part of it and intuition the language of intuition is understanding the language helps you as well is that intuition is actually the language of the intuitive mind and the intuitive mind biologically is uh, a language that only talks in symbols in pictures in uh, feelings and a word or two. It is not sequential. And what do I mean by that? Um, your intuitive 
mind won't be able, it, it doesn't um, ramble on with a lot of sentences like I do. It doesn't talk with a lot of words. <laughs> and, when, <laughs> and when you, <laughs> so, so that's, you know, when you understand how, and I call it her, you know, when she talks to you, the way she speaks, uh, then you're going to go, oh, okay, that was, that was my intuition. It was neutral. And she's always neutral. Um, there's not a lot of excitement and drama in, in the word or the two words that come. And when you, when you know that, that helps. That's one of the first steps. And then the other step is, I, I think what you were talking about was really helpful, which is the practice. And, and what I mm-hmm. tell people, and this is a good hint for people, when you're practicing, um, practice with good intuition exercises. I go over what those are in the book, and I can tell you a little bit now. Um, but also to what I tell people to write down when you got a uh, a hit, when you got when your intuition was right. And you know, people say that all the time, journal. But the reason for it is this: is when you write down the story of how it came to you, and you just told us a story about how you were you got information that said not to go through the light weight. Well, mm-hmm. I tell people, go through your mind. Remember, how did that come to you? Was, was it a, a picture? Was it a feeling? And if it was a feeling of not wanting to move forward, write that down. Because now you're recognizing when your intuition was correct, exactly how it felt. And so the next time it happens, you'll, you'll know that it's your intuition. It's familiar. It's familiar to you, right, and it's very quick. It's always very quick. There is no time. It's just boom. It's, you get it in fast. a nanosecond, and you get you get like an encyclopedia's worth of information. Sometimes in a nanosecond, you think, "Oh my God!" In one second, I saw all of this, and you know, and you right. say, "Okay, that and, was real." And when, you can't make right, that up. And when you no, and when, exactly because it's it's fast, and that's one of the characteristics. But as you are experiencing mm-hmm. it, because you're practicing and you say, oh, that worked, Re- recall in your mind how it worked, then you're going to go, okay, wow, that was really quick. And um, I, it was a lot faster than I thought it was going to be. So now you yep. pay attention to those quick things that pop up. So that's part of the process, the techniques, uh, you know, the tangible, easy to follow steps that um, we go through in Intuition on Demand. I think, too, that, you know, as I stated in the beginning, the book is simple to understand, but more importantly, the tools are easy to practice, to do, and the practice, as with anything, is key. And I find that when you practice life, okay, this is very helpful, just being aware, that opens you up to your intuition, because it's not just practicing, let's say people go and practice an instrument, okay, and then the lesson is over, and they go home, they're not thinking about the instrument, and they're not practicing anymore, they're just doing but if you are practicing awareness in all your moments, and, you know, we're human, we try in each and every one to be aware, but the more you are aware, that helps you to know your intuition because it's a different language. I think it's very individual for each person. You're going to get things differently than I'm going to get things. Just recently, just within the past two weeks, probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to, <laughs> um, I kept getting brother, July 9th, death. And I was like, okay. That's not good news. And I knew somebody is passing on July 9th. Now, July 9th was Sunday. and My brother-in-law passed away on Sunday, July 9th. So I knew ahead of time. But I get that a lot when people are passing. I don't like it, but I do get Mm -hmm. it. And I do listen to it. It wasn't my brother. It was my brother-in-law. So sometimes you get things and just be aware, you know. But I think everybody gets it 
sometimes I'll get images. Sometimes it'll be a lucid dream. And it's just, okay, that was a weird dream, but I'll wait and see what else comes. Because eventually I usually do find out. Like going to the grocery store, I don't know why I was told to come home. But I do know once I had a presentation to give and nobody showed up. And everybody was signed up and nobody showed up. And I said, all right, I'll go home. It's a good thing I did because there was a, um, a, a smoke in my family room. And I unplugged the plug oh, that the wow. smoke was coming from. Yeah, I walked out of my house. The fire department came, and they said, why would you unplug that plug? I said, because the wall was hot, and I didn't want my house to burn down. And they said, well, it's good that you did that, because if you did not, within five minutes, your house would have been gone. That thing was, was going to happen. And I'm like, seriously, is the house safe or not? And they were here for a while, and they said it was. But it was very scary. But had it, the universe provided for me and told me, you need to go home, and the people were not there. They just didn't show up. Nobody right. knows why. Everybody and, and has something to do. And, and, and you have to like for you. hear so, that. So yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I'm gonna. Um, I have some questions for you, because I think this might help uh, your Uh-oh. listeners and and <laughs> kind of seeing what things are going on. No, well, you were talking about your brother-in-law and how uh, you got that he died. You know, it came out. It turned out that he died on July 9th. So when you, it came to yeah. you, when you got, was it? Did you get a word? Was it? Did you just get the words ninth July ninth um, brother? I got a calendar with July 9th on it, and it just kept like ah, okay, July 9th great. flashing. Okay. So this, yeah. this is really cool because this is what I do with my students because, um, and I think you're going to be very helpful to people um, because it's how people how it comes to you. So you got a calendar when you did you see mm-hmm. a calendar of the month, and you saw the the with the you know that's with, with really the, hard because. I knew it mm-hmm. was a calendar for the month, but I didn't see it. I saw the word July, and you know how there are squares, like one week's ah, worth of okay. squares? Okay, and then I saw the yep. circle around the nine. Yeah. There you go. I remember okay. it well so, because so I was like, okay, cal- something's happening yes, on that day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you knew, it was, you knew it was a calendar month. It, came, it popped up in your head, and, it was, and you saw the number nine was circled. Yep, on that, it, because yep. you saw that it was a calendar. Right. Okay, so that that's mm-hmm. how it came to you. Now, how did brother come to you? Just I heard was it, it the word, or yeah, you heard I the, heard so the you word. Heard that. So, mm-hmm. so you've got two mm-hmm. things now. So you saw mm-hmm. something, and it was a flash. Yep. And and the interesting thing that you said was that you didn't see complete detail of this calendar in your eye. It, you just knew it was a quick flash of uh, the month a, a month calendar right and then you mm-hmm. saw yeah. the well you could tell it was you know, like you just so. knew it was because we're familiar with what a calendar looks like yeah right right and I, again but it's it's not you know some people again they think oh it's super detailed and they know where the you know they see the, the uh, colors yeah and it's no not. i think i think you're giving right. what you get like, i think like you're giving you. what you'll understand yeah yes you're giving only what yeah. you need and, to understand um, yeah exactly and that's what people need to, to know and then also you heard the word brother right so so and, and did they come together did it come together all at once or did one after the other or it was so fast it was seemingly um, like um like brother and then it's almost like, like i heard brother i saw it. yeah it was like boom 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 like a really quick powerpoint presentation yes, yes. You know? <laughs> that's good well yeah yeah, yeah. But you heard right so you heard and you saw mm-hmm. And so, and there was mm-hmm. a quick understanding. And again, of yep. course, you weren't told um, what that was about, but you know, you you got the information that way. Well, I, I did way. get yeah. Was there? Oh, a, I knew that. I I knew somebody was dying on the night. Was it? Oh, so you got you did get death. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay, so there's three things. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. uh, was the was the death a, a knowing or was it is it was it a word? You just had a feeling. I'm going to say it was it was a yeah it was a knowing. I knew and I thought oh god something's going to die okay. in the night. So I got death and I was like okay yeah right you got the you got the picture and you after the word I think after the knowing I and, could actually the see the word and, mm-hmm. yeah I could see the word in lowercase letters uh-huh. after I I knew it I was like I see this right. word now. It was like I called it in. Oh, see. It's almost like that's, validation. Okay. Yeah, so that's you it. Go. You got it, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, so, right, right. So so there you go. So that's how it comes. And that's how it comes to you. And, and you know, for other people it comes, it may not come in that sequence, um, but it's, right. it's good that we, we go through the, and this is what I, what I was explaining earlier about going through how does it come to you, how, when it was right. How did it? And then you write that down. Well, I was sitting there, and I, you didn't tell me how at what time it came. Um, but you know, maybe I was sitting there uh, having dinner, and I was wondering, um, or it just came out of the blue. And then I got one, two, three. You know, I got the picture, I got the yep. word, and and the knowing. And when people write that down, see, there's something about writing things down about the hand-eye coordination that helps solidify it in your memory and your learning. So the next yep. time it happens, recognize it more, more easily. So th- now you were talking about um, the possible fire with the, the plug in the wall. How did mm-hmm. that happen? How yep. did you know you had to pull? Was it a picture? How did you know that no, that was, was the plug a, you got to pull? Oh, well, I think that was just, I think the intuition part was just, um, I was standing talking to people about why nobody was showing up and nobody knew why, but they had gotten emails and phone calls and nobody was here. And we were chit chatting and all of a sudden it was just something in me that just said, you need to get your butt home. That was the intuition part. Mm. Walking in the house and seeing smoke in the family room. That was just like the logical common sense. You got to pull the plug. <laughs> you know? oh, okay. So that's, that's logic. That but, the, but, the, yeah. but the drawing, yeah. it sounded like you, you had a, a feeling that, so it's that you described it with feeling with the word feeling that, that yeah. you had to, yeah. You were drawing. I need to leave right then and there. Yeah, because I even said to the woman, I'm sorry, I can't talk now. I need to leave right now. And I left right then and there. I said, I have to leave right now. And I I just left in the middle of a conversation. And I didn't know why, but I went. And there you have it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. So so that's fascinating. So you see, you know, and it's interesting, too, that you see that you recognize how it comes to you. And, you know, that's part of the process. Well, you get used to it. It's a way of life. work with people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, especially it really yeah, is exactly. Life, and, it, no? and, those, yeah. and those, oh, totally. And those of you, you know, who who it's not a way of life yet, you use the exercises to practice, and then it becomes, you know, you get used to it. It's like okay, rather than waiting for it to and happen randomly, right? I think they'll be surprised at how quickly it happens too. And for me, I also know. I, I, I can tell when things are happening. I'll get hits throughout the day constantly, but. On big ticket items like, you know, brother, July 9th and death, um, I get a lot of things early in the morning when you first wake up, almost like lucid dreaming. And you decide, oh, you know what, I've got 15 more mm-hmm. minutes before the alarm yep. goes off. I'm just going to rest here. Lucid dreaming in the shower, around water, constantly around water. I get hits all the time. What is and the, that's, you know, energy. Yeah, yeah exactly. During electrical storms, right. huge time. I don't like electrical storms, but I've gotten used to it over the years and said, oh, I wonder what I'm going to get now. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be like that. Just say, you know, I'm putting it out there. Go ahead. I'm the receiver. Tell me what you need. But particularly, I think right. for me in the work that I do as an energy therapist, I mean, I get stuff on the people on the table all the time. 
it's pretty, you know, well, it's I, pretty I awesome. I think that's why, part of why you are so tuned in as well is, you know, it is all about energy. And, you know, yep. as, as you know, when you're an energy healer and you work with energy, um, it actually enhances your ability to sense it. And, and that's how, you know, everything is energy. So, and then and we right. become more attuned to how it moves within us. And, uh, you know, and I, I often in the classes I teach, I'll recommend to people, you know, go, go learn some energy healing and we do some energy work as well because it really does sharpen your intuitive skill in terms of knowing when it's coming, when it's, when it's there with you. Yes. And you can so. put yourself in a position to do that if you go by water. If water is something for you that I know it is for me and I live on a lake so I can go and sit by my lake and I'll know, bring a notebook because you just don't know what you're going to get down there. You know, and those mm-hmm. types of yes. things do yeah. happen. Yeah. And I think and for a lot of people, it's a you, dreaming, don't you think so? Yeah, I was just about to say, you know, part of the reason why it works, uh, why people get, and I did, one of my first experiences that really blew my mind uh, about um, getting an, in, a very strong um, intuitive message was when I was sleeping. And, and when I was, you know, in my 20s, I had made one or two that were um, experiences that were very, very strong, but and they were it was when I was sleeping. Um, one was I was, uh, I was actually, I had just gotten, um, gotten home from having dinner with a couple of friends, you know, it was a, a guy and a girl. And, uh, and I, I, I was so tired and I went home and I, you know, it's the kind of tired where you just like the moment you put your head on the, t- the pillow, you're out. Well, yep. I went to go to sleep and I, I fell asleep right away. And then I started to have a dream. I was dreaming about my friend, um, and I was dreaming about the uh, the, the couple. Was his name Steve? Was that that story? Yes, that the one about Steve. Steve? Yeah. Yes, okay. Story. Yeah. And I was I was dreaming about him, and uh, and he was crying in the dream, and and uh, I knew that I couldn't that he wanted me to do something, and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Now he wasn't saying. I his mouth was moving, but I it was silent. I couldn't hear any words. I didn't know what he was saying. Um, but he was very, very upset and he was pleading with me in the dream. And I, and, and then I would wake up and, and I was like, gosh, you know, wh- why am I dreaming about Steve? And then I would go back to sleep and the dream would happen mm-hmm. again. And I'd wake up and I was like, this is really annoying. I want to go to sleep. And <laughs> then, um, then soon after I got a phone call, uh, it woke me up and I, um, I grabbed the phone and I said, yes. And it happened to be a mutual friend of ours. And um, he said, you know, I'm really worried about Steve because um, he's very, very upset. And he's saying that he wants to, you know, do harm to himself. And Mm -hmm. uh, so we got Steve some help. And um, and he he turned out to be all right. The next day I met with his girlfriend. And um, she told us what happened. And she said that that night after we left for dinner, from dinner, she broke up with him. And that she... Um, That'll do it. And that he was so <laughs> upset. And, and, oh, yeah. And, and he was distraught and he didn't want her to leave. And he uh, was pleading with her. And she said he was crying. And that he was just... And she just couldn't do it again. She couldn't go back to him because... They had done this so many times, and she was that was it and um and I realized, wait a minute, that was my dream, so I said to her, 
were you standing in a stairwell when this was happening? And she said, yeah. And I said, was, was the stairwell gray? And there was like this gray, dark gray railing next year. And she goes, yes, it was. And I said, when, when he was pleading with you, was he like standing like two steps above you? She goes, oh, my God. <laughs> yes, how did you know that? And I said, that, that was my dream. I was dreaming. Uh, you know, I, I, I saw it in my dream. And what was happening was I was seeing through her eyes him mm-hmm. when it was happening, when he was sitting with her. And, and that, that stunned me. I was shocked. Like, oh, how could that yeah. happen? So, so it, it, was, it, was a, um, it was an intuitive message. And that I was, you know, obviously there was distress there were, and my friends were in trouble and um, it was kind of trying to say, hey, you know, something's going on here. Pay attention. Um, but it was in my dreams. And you know, psychologically, psychobiologically, one of the reasons why this we get intuitive messages in our dreams is because our thinking mind is quieted. And that's been right. shown through science in terms of measuring brain waves that are you know, we have less beta waves that's the active thinking mind and more the alpha waves and are uh, present which is less active um, thinking and judging and so then we're able to be aware of what our intuitive mind is talking to us about and that's the key you, you want to be able to hear your intuitive mind because it's always talking it's, as you it's, said it's always talking yeah and and it's and it is and you just have to tune into it to to see it. I remember doing a concert, a group concert, and I'm standing there and a woman started to tell us that uh she started to talk to the whole group and she said, "Oh yeah, I was having this dream last night." And she started telling people about the dream and I said, "Wait a minute, can you stop?" And she said, "Okay, why?" And I started talking. She goes, "How do you know what happened in my dream?" I said, "That was my dream." She goes, "No, it was my dream." I said, <laughs> "I was in your dream." And she said, "Yeah." And I said, "Cuz you wow. weren't in mine." She goes, you're kidding. I said, no. She goes, why was I in yours? I said, you are latching on. I've been in your energy field. I'm your energy therapist. You've been to me a million times. And I think because we are all connected and it is just energy and each one of us is no different than the other. We are each connected. I'm you, you're me. I really believe that. There's so many ways that we're connected energetically. If you get a little bit close to someone, you can latch on to them. And we shared a dream that she was in mine and in or she was, I was in hers, but she was not in mine, but it was the exact same dream. And everybody in the audience was like, That's this is amazing. a setup, right? And I said, no, no, it's not a setup. I didn't know she was going to say that. And clearly she's, I mean, she's distraught. She's crying because she thinks there's something wrong with her. I think it's fascinating. I don't know why she's oh. crying. <laughs> you know, it was weird, <laughs> but it, it happened. It was very, you know, that's, that's I was, so awesome. That's, yeah. And, you know, and that's yeah. what I want people to be able to do on their own. You know, I want them to develop it, their intuition so they can do that on command. And, and you know, and you were talking about how uh, making it tangible and um, easy mm-hmm. to follow. And that was one of the things that I wanted to do was write a book uh, to make it clear because I had to make it clear to myself. You know, I didn't understand the, you know, going into your heart and, you know, go and connect to spirit. And, and that frustrated me. So I had to learn how to make it step by step, and, yeah. and so and 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 how to and do the do the recipe, and then make it happen. And and the great thing was is that I was able to find um, the technique not only worked for me, but it worked for other people. I would go out and uh, just do a, a little lecture, a talk, and teach the technique, and people would um, write me back and say, "Oh my gosh, on the way home, I used the technique and it worked." 
Uh, there was one woman, she said and to me, she goes, um, I, you know, I, I, I used my intuition. I knew exactly when my subway was going to stop at my subway station, which you can't do in the, in the city, in New York City. You never know when the subway is going to come. She said, I knew <laughs> when it was going to show up. And she said, I used your technique. So, <laughs> so that's what I want to do. want to get to that point. I, I, and I think the validation really is there for everyone because I don't think there's a person on the planet who has not experienced thinking of someone and then the phone rings and it's that person. That's such a common one. Or, you know, I mean, there are so many things that if you think about it in your life, you will see it, you go back historically and remember things and realize. I remember being 16 years old in New York City. I was helping uh, someone with their uh, babysitting and a friend of mine, I was from Massachusetts, I am from Massachusetts, at, and I lived there at the time, and a friend of mine, I kept having this dream about her, and when I got back, I called her and I said, are you okay? And she said, yeah, why? Why are you asking that? That's a strange question. And she was very nervous, and I said, well, are you upset about the abortion? And she said, did he tell you? When did you talk to him? I said, no, no, I didn't <laughs> talk to anybody. I got home and I called you. She said, how do you know? I said, I couldn't, I couldn't stop thinking about you. And that's what I kept getting when I was in New York. And she's like, oh my God, I can't believe you know that. She said, you can't tell anyone. I said, that's yeah. why I'm calling you. I'm not telling anybody. You know, there are certain things that yeah. if you think about it, even going back to being young, because the younger you are, the easier it is. Kids are close to source. They come in knowing this. It's us who takes it away from them. Right. Right. They come in. And, and we have this. to learn how to do it. You know, we have to go back to, and we, that's why we need a process and a technique to get us back to, you know, knowing how to, how to tap into that and then make it happen when we want and rather than it hitting us randomly. You know, so you do that so well, you teach us how to, there's, there's the, the going into it, what you're going to learn. And then there's the actual uh, way to do it. But then there are the practices to apply to your, your life. You know, so yeah. there's a section on that as well. It's thoroughly written. It is very well written. It's, but the most important thing, and I can't stress this enough, is so many times things sound easy or, or simple. And they are. They're simple, but they're not easy to do. But they're simple. And you think, but why can't you do it? It's so simple, but it's not easy to do. It can be challenging. This is not challenging. You can make it into a game. You can, you know, play with it on your way to work or at work or in a meeting. Who's going to speak next? You know, who's going to say, oh, what kind of mood is somebody going to walk in the room with? You can do that. And you will find that from the get-go, you'll be starting to hit things. You really will if you, if you feel into it, if you allow yourself to be in that space. Ask the question and let it go. You know, who's coming into the room next? And then right. let it go, and then a name will come to you. And then when that person walks in the room, you go, yay, point for me. I, you know, am I winning the game today? Yeah, you are. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, and you're absolutely right. And the exercises are really important, as you say, to practice. And they're good exercises and they're bad exercises. And I found a lot of bad interne- uh, intuition exercises on the, on the Internet. Um, and so I came up with, you know, the character, what, what you need to do in a good intuition exercise so you can actually improve your intuition quickly and efficiently so it actually works for you and get results. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You want the results. So I, like I say, you know, bad intuition exercises, like practicing tennis in the dark, you know, it's not going to help you in the dark. Um, you need to know when you're, when you get something, was that a hit? Was it a miss? Um, and, and also be able to validate, you know, the information that you are getting. Um, and there's a whole bunch of characteristics. And also when you're doing, how to do the exercise. A lot of people like to uh, join um, 
development circles. And there's a really good process in the book on how you should be going through doing the exercise with another person in a, in a uh, practice session or in a development circle. And, you know, and those are key too. So it, it really is, I think, like you said, it's like comprehensive, right? Yes, and the and I think the thing is to not worry about whether you're right or wrong because that's bringing in logic. You can't do that. Now you're getting into an area your ego's taking over. You just can't do it. Mm-hmm. I was in a room with a bunch of people and we were doing we were teaching uh, how to do readings with each other and um, with telemetry. So take somebody take a piece of somebody's you know that they're wearing a watch or something. And I remember talking to one woman and I said, okay, I'm just going to say it because this is what's coming to me. But I keep getting the Titanic, the Titanic, the Titanic. And she said, oh, I'm from Newfoundland. And I said, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, okay, there you go. <laughs> you know, you will get things mm-hmm, that right. will lead you to, you, I was getting that. And I thought, all right, that makes sense to me now. Okay, that's good. So don't be afraid to say yeah. something because, Ninety-nine percent of the time, you are going to be right. You just think, I can't say this. I was in a room with a woman who uh, she was learning how to do this, and she got up and she said, "And first of all, it was a um, it was a room full of like eighty people, and at the end of whatever they did, there was down to maybe thirty, and I was left in the room. So now there's thirty people in the room, and she gets up and she starts talking about. From the moment I walked in the room, I got a man who was um, he he didn't have a leg. He he had um, a fake leg and he was, he had a patch on his eye, but that didn't start that way. He had his eye, then he didn't have his eye, then he had a patch on his eye and he was sewing a fishing net. And I'm thinking, who would dare get up and say this? I wouldn't get up and say this in front of the Olympic and Super Bowl (laughs) audience because who's going to take it? (laughs) And this woman three chairs away from me is heaving in tears going, that was my father. And I'm like, seriously, seriously. And she goes, yeah, I was like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. So this woman mm, obviously mm-hmm. practiced enough to psychic side or the mediumship side. And, you know, you can do right. that because it is in you. And this book is the start. So Intuition on Demand, a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition you can trust, Lisa K. And it's Lisa, and the last name is K, period. That's her last name. That's what she goes by. So check that out. Um, and we are getting toward the top of the hour, Lisa. But before we go, can you tell people how they can get in touch with you and where they can purchase your book and take classes and all that good stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, you can go to the to the book's website, which is really my website. Um, it's uh, intuitionondemandbook.com. And that that shows you how you can get the book. And also it's on my website at lmk88.com. But intuitionondemandbook.com is the best place, and um, it has my events, it has how to reach me, and I've got a lot of wonderful tips and free um, information. If you sign up for my newsletter, you're going to get intuition tips um, directly to your email box on you know, how you can develop even further from the book. So come see me. That's great. Yeah, and it's a great book. Really, check it out, everyone. Please do. It's uh, it's listed in the chat room so you can see where to go. And uh, just really, you know, it's a good tool for you to use for your own life to help you be in flow of what you need. It keeps you in alignment, what you're supposed to be doing. So, you know, it's very, very helpful. Thank you, Lisa, so much for joining us. I truly appreciate your time. It was, it was great fun having you here. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It was, it was fun. I had a lot of fun.
Oh, good. I'm glad. So, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world, and that's why I have the guests that I do, to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we are meant to live productively, healthily, purposefully, and intuitively. This is where you find the tools to do just so send the links of the show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they can learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. Please check out our charitable organization for kids, Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where every penny of every donation goes directly to children in need. We're run solely by volunteers. We are Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, investing in a brighter tomorrow by giving them a better today. So thank you for taking time to visit our website, SojiHuggles.org. I am your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. I got a roof on my head. I got a warm place to sleep. So that's all I Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.